This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is one of my favorite people, everybody, and I figured it was a holiday weekend and it's time for a few laughs. Um, but he's really smart and he's really serious too, but I like the fun side of him. Uh, he is, uh, as I said, he's a radio host. He's a media personality. He's a stand-up comedian. He's on Fox all the time. He's a contributor there, I believe. Uh, but in any event, we love him. Please join me in welcoming Jimmy Fallon to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Now, I gotta tell you this. <laughs> Jimmy is a stand-up comedian, but by favorite part of his resume or cv is that he was a cab driver in new york city from 2008 to 2010 and uh he in 2014 nightlife awards he was voted outstanding male comedian of the year and his one hour comedy specials on amazon Uh, you know what do you feel like you're always selling something anyway jimmy (laughs) fela new york city cab driver turned professional stand-up comic who has appeared over 500 times on various fox shows in including the vibe. All right, Jimmy, how do you feel this holiday weekend? Oh, I feel flattered that you had the faith in me that to book me on a holiday weekend. Most shows, <laughs> most shows assume I'd be sleeping on a park bench by now with a face tattoo. Yeah, so well, you, you, sh- you had. Do you have any tattoos? No, uh, no, Judge. Uh, none that you can see on TV. Yeah, you hesitated there, Jimmy. Admit it. You it got to escalated tattoos. quickly. <laughs> oh, baby, I love it. <laughs> okay, so, Jimmy, here we are, um, and I'm going to talk about all the shows at, at the end of this uh, segment, but you really are, you know, you're really hitting it in the comedy circuit. I mean, you've got the Gotham Comedy Live, and uh, you've done some great yeah, stuff. Oh, Judge, no, we're, we're doing well. Uh, I'm on the road a lot. Like, uh, I just got back from Clearwater, Florida, and uh, that that sold out. Uh, I'm heading down to Davenport, Iowa, June 3rd, Mesa, Arizona, June 10th. Then we go to Lexington, Kentucky, June 24th. But as I was saying when you and I hosted The Five together this past Wednesday, uh, the shows sell, sell out. Uh, half of it's comedy. The other half is there's a lot of chubby chasers out there, Judge. What does that a lot, mean? A lot of ladies like the pudgy guys. They see oh. me on TV. I look like the before model in a diet ad, and they're attracted to that. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe maybe it tells you something that you never knew, Jimmy, and that women are very interested in the mind of someone, not to mention that you're very good-looking and you're not a chubby – you're not subject to chubby chasers. Okay? By TV so standards, I, yeah. Judge, here's the thing. By TV standards, you know, I spend my day surrounded by guys who look like TV stars. Yeah. I look like the guy who installed your TV. Yeah, that's my yeah. Book. Yeah, but that, and that's why you're on, not because you look like the guy who installed the TV, because you've got – You've got a sense of humor and a brain, and you're good-looking, so stop it. All right, now, I want to talk a little bit about this week. You mentioned you were on The Five on uh, this past Wednesday, and at uh, Wednesday night, uh, right after The Five was over, it was this big announcement by uh, by our buddy down there, Ron DeSantis, and it's going to be on Twitter, and the wealthiest guy in the world, Elon Musk, and everything's going to be great. What the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DeSantis' campaign slogan is make tech support great again. Apparently. <laughs> oh. I don't know what to make of that. Listen, I mean, you know, it's he can overcome it, but we shouldn't mince words. It was a disaster. I mean, oh. this is an announcement we waited a year to watch, yep. and it finally rolled out into an embarrassing glitch. And again, he made good points. He had a lot of good substance. 
But it was too cute by half because the truth is, Judge, if you throw that on TV, millions of people watch, you get fans cheering, and it didn't sound like a boring radio interview. Like this, me and you are peppy radio people. Mm -hmm. So if you tune in, you laugh, there's excitement. But that that Twitter spaces was just a bunch of journalism nerds asking questions to a guy who answered them in a monotone voice. Like that personality is not going to outshine Trump if that was the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe the goal was something else. Maybe the goal was to say, hey, I'm kind of the middle of the road alternative, and that's why you should be coming my way. But you know, Yeah, I, I you know what, Jimmy? I happen to agree with you. I, I, I happen to think that they, they didn't want to be Joe Biden and send out a video where they only have Joe Biden speaking in, or walking for about two <laughs> seconds because they couldn't trust him to walk longer than two seconds without falling. But, I mean, yeah, I mean think about it, Jimmy. I mean, how many people... People, you do you know who fall going up as opposed to fall coming down? <laughs> it's I hard mean... to do. <laughs> <laughs> and when but, you drink as much as my friends, you'd think I'd know more people, but I don't. Yeah, right. that's that's a good point. That's a very good point. But uh, hopefully, you and your friends are having a good time. But uh, having having said that, I mean, so here's uh, Ron DeSantis. Okay, he's the middle of the guy guy, and then he goes on uh, with Trey Gowdy, and I and I thought that was a good interview. But mm-hmm. you know, you look at the guy, and you you know we're so used to these old white guys that um, you say, my God, he looks like a kid, you know, he's young. (laughs) He does. He looks comparative to what we have because, you know, Trump is Trump is really spunky given his age. But, you know, he's a little older. And then, you know, Biden's in his late hundreds. I don't even know the, you know, I've, I've seen younger faces on money, but, uh, yeah, with, uh, yeah. DeSantis does. He looks like he's there to give a valedictorian speech. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. There's just something about him, you he's, know, he's there to address the class of 2023. <laughs> but, but, you know, so it's going to be interesting. And, and uh, let me talk, I want to talk about Tim Scott for a second. Yeah. I love Tim, uh, uh, Senator Tim Scott, obviously, uh, from South Carolina. And I mean, I was so impressed with his story. Uh, you know, he is, you know, a descendant of slaves and he's a United States senator running for president. And then you get the Whoopi Goldbergs and the Sonny Hostins from The View. Uh, by the way, their numbers don't compare to ours on the five. But uh, that, <laughs> but anyway, we're talking about them and they're just so spiteful and they're almost mad at him that they that he made it. You know, they're like, yep. well, wait a minute. You're the exception. Well, what's wrong with someone who made it? Isn't that what yeah. we want everyone to do? Why are they? so spiteful and hateful oh it's really a hard thing to watch although i will give the view credit they're the highest streaming show in guantanamo bay now that you're not allowed to waterboard the detainees that's what they put on the view to get confessions out of them they're like what happened and we'll play joy behar again this is the thing and it speaks to just like what a condescending attitude the people on the left actually have towards black voters Tim Scott is actually not the exception in the sense that black people are achieving everything on earth any other race is achieving in the year 2023. They've been president. Okay, two of the five panelists on The View are making multi-million dollars as black women. Okay, it's such a condescending attitude towards black America to keep portraying them as people who still haven't found their way in the world yet. I'm like, I know. what are we even talking about? But that's the problem is that he refutes their narrative of victimhood. So they really hate him. And it's my favorite thing about candidates like Tim Scott or even a pundit like Caitlyn Jenner is they expose the fraud of identity politics. These are not movements that are there to protect black people or trans people. They're there to protect Democrats. 
If you are not a Democrat, you don't matter as a black person. You don't matter as a trans person. And that's the joke of the whole thing. Well, and yet the amazing part of it also is the fact that, uh, you know, the, the, the ideology is supposed to be on the left. We're all encompassing. And yet they are anything but encompassing. And yep. there is never a consequence. There is never an apology. There is never an admission like the Russia hoax when the Durham yep. report came out. And they said, hey, not only was that Russia collusion thing a hoax, but um, Hillary Clinton made it up and she told Barack Obama and Joe Biden that she was going to create this hoax to get the everybody off her neck regarding her email scandal. I mean, yep. the woman literally separated this country in half. I mean, right after Trump was elected, this Russia collusion hoax that they all lied about. Barack Obama knew it was a lie. Joe Biden knew it was a yep. lie. And people were fighting with each other at the dinner table, you know, at, 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 at events. <laughs> the, the people unfriended us, uh, uh, people yep. on the left. And you say to yourself, how could such an evil person do so much bad? And now the woman thinks she's coming back to run for president. You know, <laughs> I, for Joe, age is an issue there. Yep. No you- kidding, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, Hillary, it's true when it comes to politics, like Hillary is like a stray cat that we fed once and now she won't go away. She just keeps coming back to that door, Judge. We put out that bowl of milk one time and the cat won't stop showing up. But, but you know, when you talk about the goal of this woman, is it's not even that she, you know, cut the country in half, which she did. And not that it was only based on a lie, but that to this day, even after they've been outed as making the whole thing up, they're still lecturing us about protecting democracy. Yeah. I'm like, nobody has undermined democracy more than the people who block the Hunter Biden story and push the Russian collusion story. You know, it is. It is the ultimate First Amendment destruction. First Amendment, freedom of the press. Press, we're not going to allow you to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop uh, uh, scandal uh, because it's Russian disinformation, which 51 intelligence officers agreed that they needed to give Joe Biden a point in the debate with Donald Trump. So not only that, but uh, in addition to that, we're going to make sure that uh, you are compelled to say that uh, that that uh, Donald Trump is a Russian uh, uh, puppet, a Putin asset. It's just outrageous, yep. the First Amendment. And then nobody says anything. We find out it's true. I mean, I'm a prosecutor. That laptop is a treasure trove of evidence and information. And everybody's like, la, 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 la. Okay, <laughs> on to the next story. What is happening? I mean, what happened to truth and justice? Oh, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. Who do we blame? Do we yeah, blame? Well, well, uh, who we blame? I mean, honestly, in this instance, really would be the left, just because none of, uh, you know, none of these looks, if we were to look into the Hunter Biden laptop retroactively, or we were to look into the real findings in the Durham report retroactively, none of these looks would reflect well on them. So the media just steamrolls right past them. And this is the point I try to make a lot. OK, liberals listening think the media is on their side because they look out for liberal politicians. But the truth is the media is failing liberals just as much as conservatives because their job is to hold people in power accountable. 
And if they're just getting, you know, Democrats elected, regardless of whether they're corrupt or they're interfering in elections, as the Democrats did, that doesn't actually help a liberal taxpayer or citizen in the long run. Right. But, I, you know, again, I don't know that helping U.S. citizens is anyone's priority in this administration. Yeah, but you know what? It, it's so sad, Jimmy, and you and I, you know, we're, we, we want to laugh about it, but the truth is that, you know, this whole thing with Black Lives Matter uh, yep. and the organization and the money that they mm. took and gave out a million this to the baby daddy, a million that to the, the brother and this one and that one. And, yep. you know, the, the poor kids in the inner city uh, that mm. were supposed to be the beneficiary of all the corporations who were giving money to uh, Black Lives Matter, the organization organization they 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 got short circuited they got and and in the end it's like it only matters if there's a black death if there's a white person on the yep. other side so yep. that if a black kills a black that eh, you know we can't we're not going to deal care. with that we're not even going to talk about it i find that heartbreaking i really do oh. because as someone who fought for victims my whole career and tried to make criminals accountable irrespective of what they look like i just had a name i didn't care what they look like um it is it is heartbreaking and it's not fair to those kids Mm-mm. well that's the problem i think what we've learned in the aftermath of that push is, you know, black lives didn't matter. Black votes did. Okay, the black votes matter. They want black votes. So they're willing to call cops racist. They're willing to have every corporation in America, you know, shake them down for money. But as we discussed on the five, none of that money got reinvested in the community. BLM stands for buy large mansions. That's what it stands (laughs) for. Great for the real estate business in Brentwood, California. Bad for the black community everywhere else. And shame on these people. You know what else, Judge? Shame on the corporations who donated all this money and aren't even speaking up about where it went. And shame on all the politicians who piggybacked off of this for votes because no one's even speaking out about the grift. You want to know what my take on that is, why the corporations that gave uh, millions to the organization Black Lives Matter. And I want to separate the movement from the organization. I want to be really clear. You know, we support the movement. We do not support that organization. Is the reason that these corporations haven't asked for their money back is because those corporations have at their head the students who have been indoctrinated uh, to the ideology of the left and socialism and Marxism. Now, you you know, the truth, Jimmy Fallon, is that we never knew what was going on in the schools. We never knew what that was being taught. And but for COVID and but for the silver lining of COVID, we would never have known that they were teaching CRT, that they were teaching about transgender and that they were teaching all of this outrageous stuff. But for COVID, parents would never have gotten involved in their kids' education just as Assuming this is America, we're teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic. But in the end, it wasn't about any of that. It was about an ideology. And those are the heads of the corporations who are not demanding money back from the corrupt Black Lives Matter organization. I got to, I got to add one more thing, Jimmy Fallon. That Patrice Cullors, I mean, she's the one who bought the six million dollar mansion as having a peach cobbler and wine, uh, on the Black Lives Matter contributions. You know, she says, I am triggered by having to File form 990. It's triggering. I can't deal with it. You know, are you kidding? That's your that's your defense for not filing for the taxes. You know, every American is triggered on April 15th and probably the week before because they know what's coming. But I'm triggered. Ergo, I do not need to pay or fill out this 990 form. It's, it's beneath me. Ah, oh, God, Jimmy. 
but that's that's how they got where they are by calling basic things like unjust or bigoted or racist. You know, as you said, we all have to pay taxes. So what's the <laughs> argument here? Asking a black person to pay taxes is racist. Of course, we know that's not true. But that's how they've got around doing things above board. So, again, yes, the movement's good. The organization is a scam. It was always a scam. And if you were calling it out then, you were, you know, what do you mean? Who the hell is this racist? But we always knew, okay, just based on the people at the top, that they weren't doing anything above board. So I'm kind of laughing that this went down. Uh, but at the same time, yes. I don't know how this affects the mansion resales in Brentwood. So <laughs> All right. Well, here in New York City, we're only worried about our cases. And I just want to mention Danny Penny, obviously yep. the Marine, who decided to take and fill up that vacuum when the police weren't around and then moving subway car that was locked underground with a, a, a schizophrenic in the midst of a psychotic episode saying, I'm ready to die or go to prison for life. And, you know, the progressive DA says, okay, we're going to charge him with manslaughter. And that is a result of the Black Lives Matter movement. That is a result of the defunding of police. We can't have these police, the denigrating of police, police being told to stand down. And then we end up with everyone on the car, many on the car, I should say, said that Danny Penny was a hero. And now the progressive DA with the Soros money is like, Mm -hmm. we got to indict this guy. we got to send him to jail. Final thoughts on him. Yep. Well, I listen. The sad reality is nobody who rides the subway every day, okay, would want Daniel Penny prosecuted because they've all wished for a Daniel Penny at one point in their life. So the truth is, Daniel Penny, the idea that they're trying to frame this as racist, they're disregarding the fact that the man who helped him was black, okay, Daniel Penny is, in theory, a hero, should not be prosecuted on any level, but -hmm. they're going in this direction because they don't care about the people. And what I mean by that is if you go and prosecute a vigilante in this case, as he's being labeled, okay, you take the attention off the bigger problem. Like right now, as you and I speak, okay, there are thousands of Jordan Neely's riding the subway this morning. Everyone, Jimmy Fallon, I want to thank you for joining us on this holiday weekend. Jimmy, you are the best, and everyone, look him up. He's hysterical. Go to one of his shows. God bless, Jimmy. See you soon, girlfriend. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Judge Janine. Janine, Janine, Janine. On 77 WABC.